Some describe me with a type of an animal, cockroach, or call monkey, or call snake. I have experienced hate speech ever since I came out as Dalit in 2016. The world is seeing an explosion of hate speech. I had to move with a small child to another city due to the threats and cyberbullying. I'm struggling actually with the hate speech, not only with hate speech, I'm having a lot of threats, real threats. But what exactly is hate speech? How does it undermine human rights? And who is responsible for tackling it? Welcome to the Uniting Against Hate podcast from the United Nations. I'm Katie Dartford, and each week I'll be talking to those who've encountered hate speech firsthand. From women, ethnic and religious minorities and media professionals, to activists and experts from around the world. All these attacks were unpunished at that time, so they escalated like into misogynistic, intimidating threats. I will tell you 60% of uh, deadly violence in South Sudan are triggered by the use of hate speech. Women who die because they can't get, let's say, a maternal health service are as important as young people who may be killed in Pakistan from a mob attack. And hate speech is about discrimination as well as violence. We'll also look at how the rise of easily shareable disinformation online has led to unprecedented challenges in countering hate speech. There were ways of thinking and talking about each other that were completely off the table, I would say, in 2014 that now feel more mainstream. All of the signs point to just an unleashing of, you know, a discourse that seemed marginal. A lot of people believe that governments or the social media companies should be responsible for making sure that their platforms don't carry hate speech. And clearly they should. Personally, I don't see that as an ultimate solution. To learn more about hate speech and how it manifests itself in different parts of the world, join me every week on the Uniting Against Hate podcast from the United Nations.